the gospel of matthew chapter 11 and verse 28 the bible says come to me all you who labor and are burdened and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you learn from me i am meek and humble of heart you will find rest for yourselves my yoke is easy and my burden is light let us pray Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we honor you, we praise you, we bless you, we enthrone you, we glorify your holy name. Lord Jesus, we pray that you may speak to our hearts, speak to our lives. Lord, transform us, help us to grasp what you want us to learn from this word. We offer our hearts to you. We open our minds, our hearts to you, Lord. We pray that you may allow us to receive your word this very moment in Jesus name we pray with thanksgiving amen so we are reading the gospel of Matthew chapter 11 28 and the lord uh, reminds us that come to me all you who labor and are burdened i will give you rest you see the rest you can ever have is only where jesus is we cannot have the fullness of rest of soul body and mind other than where Jesus is other than when we offer and surrender everything to Jesus because like he said take my yoke upon you and learn from me take my will upon you accept my will submit to my will for i am meek and humble of heart and you will find rest for yourselves my yoke is easy and my burden is light you see god is a master planner and as long as we live life complaining or without thanksgiving to god because anything that we do not thank god for it becomes a burden when we don't thank god when we don't use the mouth that the lord has given us to thank him then we are going to use it to do other things and mostly it will be to complain or to speak negativity so other than just going to him we first have to be intact with ourselves and think about his will and not our will mostly when we don't accept the will of god the will of god is where we are at like the situations or the circumstances that we find ourselves in many other times when we complain about those circumstances or when we we do not want to accept life as it is or the challenges that we are facing or the crosses in our lives or maybe the struggles that we have to go through but you see Jesus said very well if you want to follow me you have to take up your cross there is no follower of Jesus without a cross and the cross is not just a road to suffering it is a road of purification it does not end at calvary with the death of jesus we know that today because we celebrate the salvation and neither will it end with us you know it cannot just be bad 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 like it cannot end with darkness the light of jesus has to shine and we have to accept his will we have to accept that we are his creation and he is god he is the king of kings and the lord of lords and he is the one who created us we have to accept the fact that 
we are human and he is God. So there are things that we might not understand with our own mind, we might not even grasp, but he knows everything. We might not see tomorrow, but Jesus sees tomorrow. And that is why he said to his disciples, do not worry. So there's just many things that we might never even come to know, but he knows. So how much do we trust him to believe and to accept his will, knowing that every plan and whatever we are facing or whatever we could be facing or going through, it is not meant to finish us. Definitely, if we offer it up to God, then it is going to do what Romans 8.28 says. It is going to work for our own good. You see, the Bible is a collection of inspired word of God. And that is why if we do not know there is a certain verse that speaks to our situation, we tend to think that we are just in this situation alone and there is nobody else going through this. And sometimes we allow negativity into our minds telling us that actually how can this, how bad can this be? And we even start questioning our ourselves, we start questioning God, our our relationship with God and so many other bad things. And sometimes we lose our faith on the on this track. But the Lord wants us to go to him to offer everything. He said, come to me, you who labor and are burdened. So what is it is burdening our minds? Is there something burdening your mind? Is it the news, the struggles that you are facing? Whatever it is that could be burdening our mind or burdening our hearts, that is the thing that the Lord requires us to lay down at his feet. Because with that burden, with that burden in our heart or in our mind, then we cannot receive the fullness of his grace, his mercy, his love. His mercies are new every morning. But how can we receive these new mercies every morning if we wake up with the burden of yesterday and the day before and tomorrow, you know? The burden or the fear of tomorrow, the, the challenges and the struggles of yesterday still in our hearts and all the other maybe personal struggles we could be facing. But we have to detoxify ourselves, even a car. If a car does not go for servicing, then it will not be fit to run on the road. We have to detox once in a while, you know, or just literally is not even once in a while. But we have to continuously detoxify. Otherwise, our mind, our heart is going to be so toxic, full of all toxins. We don't want that because we cannot live life like that. So we have to lay down our burdens and then that is how we find rest. Because his presence, the presence of the Lord will come and fill our hearts, our minds. The presence of God will come and overflow and overwhelm us, you know. And then we have to accept, accept every challenge that is coming our way with thanksgiving. And the Bible reminds us, with thanksgiving, offer it up to God. Because you see, he is a God near. He is not just a God far off. You know Jeremiah 23, 23. And if we believe what Jesus said, that I will not leave you orphans, I'm coming to you. And if we believe what he says when he says you are precious and honored in my sight, I love you and I knew you before you were formed in the womb of your mother. And David said, how precious are your designs in me? Because if before I was knit, the Lord knew me, then how would he allow me to go through something and he's not part of it or he's not going to come and rescue me? Yet, the Bible reminds us all these things. Psalms 46, that is our present help at every time of our need. He said when he left his disciples in the Gospel of Matthew, the last chapter, he said that... Um, 
I am with you until the end of age. I am with you, meaning his present tense is with us. And Jesus said, I'm going, but I will ask the Father to send the Holy Spirit. So there's no single time in the history of the world that God abandoned his own creation. It is not going to start this time. It is not going to start now. Even now, we have to believe that he is working. We don't have to see everything. We don't have to hear everything. We don't have to understand everything. But we just need to believe. Just the same way we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, the same way we believe that Jesus died for us and we receive his forgiveness, the same way we believe that Jesus forgives and we receive his forgiveness, it is the same way we have to believe that actually God cannot abandon us. He cannot leave us to suffer without his help. And that is why even when we are going through different kind of challenges, he will intervene in different ways. But we have to open our eyes to see. And how do we do that? We close our physical human eyes and we ask Jesus to help us to see through his eyes every situation that is surrounding us and every situation that comes our way because this is how we are growing into the knowledge of him in relationship with him and this is how we are also growing to look at situations through his eyes the same way we pray and ask god to help us to live this day to help us to do this we also need to surrender our eyes to jesus surrender our ears to Jesus. How can we hear God speaking to us if everything we can listen to or we have been listening to or we hear all day is all negative news and trouble and everything happening around us. So we have sometimes to pray and ask the Lord to shut our physical ears our human ear so we can hear him speak to us but all these all the basics of all these things definitely will start with the foundation which is a deep relationship with jesus a growing relationship a relationship that is not a sunday relationship or a one minute it is a continuous journey continuously speaking to god jesus dwells in our hearts and he said children you have overcome the world one john 4 4 you belong to god because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. So if Jesus is greater, he's the great I am, and he dwells in our hearts, then that means we can 24 hours, 7 days speak to Jesus without even anybody knowing we are speaking to him. We can speak to him about literally everything because he is the only friend. He is the only friend that we can pour out our hearts to who we know that is going to do something about what we have told him and he's not going to speak to anyone else about it, you know. He is the only friend who is closer than a brother. So we can have the confidence that this Jesus is dwelling in our hearts. So when we are going through sufferings and challenges, he is here with us. He already knows the peak of suffering. And that's why he said he's close to the brokenhearted. And if the word of God tells us that, then this is the time for him to reveal to us what the living word actually is. And that is why he will always come to us. Because then if he doesn't do what his word says, then he will cease to be God. And because he is God, then that is why in the moment of our brokenness, when we look up to him, when we call on him, when we pray, when we seek him, he will come to us. We know so many stories in the Bible, but probably we do not know that God works in mysterious ways. For us to grow and to become close to Jesus, he provides an opportunity for us to grow in that closeness. You see, it is not anything that is handed to us. If we look at the life of Daniel, the life of Meshach, 
the life of David, King David, we know that they had a relationship with God, but they were given different kind of opportunities that the Lord revealed to them in a very specific way. So even us, we might be complaining that we are going through struggles and troubles and all this lack and everything, but what if it is an opportunity that the Lord has given us to experience who he is, who he says he is in the world. If he says that I am the Lord who provides for your needs, then we shouldn't be complaining when we have needs in our lives. We should seek him and ask him to reveal to us of what he says in his word. And he is going to do it. You know, when God gives us an opportunity, we have to embrace it. And that is why we cannot see everything through our eyes. We have to see through the eyes of Jesus because every challenge that comes our way, that God allows to come our way, there is a reason. There is a reason behind it. And if he allowed it to happen, then we can go back to him and ask him, if he allowed it to happen, what is it that he wants us to learn? If in the word of God, if the situation that we are facing, it is contrary to what the word of God says, then we can ask him to reveal to us and he will show up. You know, you might wonder why probably you are going through a challenging situation that does not seem to come to an end. Or maybe a situation that you don't feel to experience peace. A situation maybe you seem to not to have any joy in your heart. Maybe you feel weak, worried, worn out, you know, weary. You know, there is a reason. But if the word of God says that the Lord is our strength, Nehemiah said, Nehemiah 8.10, he said, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So if the Lord is my strength, then that means if the joy of the Lord is my strength, it means that without joy, I have no strength. So the Lord comes to give us joy so that we can have strength that I don't know how it is connected, but it is connected. Without joy, no strength. So we have to draw our strength from the Lord. So when that verse is written, we have to know that it is there for us not just to read it, but to become a reality. We have to go through situations and circumstances that we are going to feel weary, that we are going to feel like we have no strength, that we are not going to have joy. So we come back to the word of God when we read it and we claim it and we declare it and we ask the Lord to allow his word to become a reality in our lives. Then he becomes the joy that we need. He becomes the strength that we need to go through whatever it is that we are facing because his word is living. It is active. It is sharper than any double-edged sword. This is a season to experience the power of the word of God. This is a season like no other to experience the word becoming flesh and dwelling among us, becoming what we need because Jesus is the living word of God. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we bless you, we honor you, we enthrone you, we glorify you. Thank you, Lord, for your word that you have told us to come to you who are heavy laden and burdened. Lord Jesus, help us to grasp your word. Help us to believe in you, Lord, and to know that when we are going through situations that are burdening our hearts, that are making us feel weary, things that we do not understand. The Lord, instead of complaining, we should pray and ask you to open our eyes so we can see these situations through your eyes. That Lord, you may open our ears to hear you so that 
we can be delivered from hearing only negativities and believing in negativity so that we can be delivered from believing in the lies, the lies that we hear from all the negativity that is around us and to believe and know that you are still the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. You have never abandoned your children. You did not create us to abandon us. Lord, we believe that you are working. You are working when we can see it. You are working when we can't see it, but we just have made a choice to believe, to believe that you are God who is compassionate, who is merciful, and who is caring. Lord, help us to believe that your word is going to become a reality in our lives when we read it and believe it as it is so that we can receive it in our spirit, to claim it and to declare it upon our lives. Help us to allow ourselves and to create room in our hearts, O God, where your word will become flesh and dwell among us just like it happened with Mary. Help us, Lord, to believe in your word. Help us to believe that you are the living word made flesh. Lord Jesus, divert our attention, divert our eyes from looking at what we can't do and seeing what we can do through you. Divert our attention, Lord, from looking at what is impossible and to see that all things are possible in you. Lord Jesus, deliver us from can't-do attitude. And fill us with the power of your Holy Spirit, with the can-do attitude, Lord. Believing that, Lord, you who is the creator of the universe, you who knew us before you we were formed in the wombs of our mothers, you who knows everything about our life, you who dwells in our hearts, that despite the circumstances that we could be subjected in, Lord, it is your time to reveal your power. It is your time to reveal your word becoming a reality in our lives. Help us to fix our gaze at you, to focus on you, to fix our eyes on you and to believe in your word, to claim your word, to eat your word. You are the bread of life, Lord. You said you are the bread of life, and your word is the living bread that we have to eat every day, to read it and to believe it. We thank you, Jesus, and we honor you. We pray for this special grace, Lord, to read your word, to read your word and to believe it as it is, so that you may work in us and through us and so that your word may become a reality, a reality that we are going to be overwhelmed with when we see how your power is going to be manifested in our circumstances and in our situations so that our lives may be transformed, so that you can have peace once again, so that you can have rest once again, so that you can live with thanksgiving as we offer our hearts to you. Thank you, Jesus, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us that you said, call unto me and I will answer you. Lord, I pray for everyone who is going to listen to this podcast, that their lives may be transformed, that their hearts may be drawn to you. That, Lord, they may have only one desire, to read your word, to believe in your word, to believe in you, Jesus. We bless you and we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen.